The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Glory to God. Glory to God. You know, this morning, thanks to Pastor T for this opportunity to bring you God's word this morning. You know, uh, we continue in the series of Wisdom for Prophets. And when we talk about Wisdom for Prophets, a lot of times that statement can be abstract in a lot of people's mind. And when we, well, but wisdom for the believer comes from a place of understanding that you have the life of God at work in you. And the life of God, which is called Zoe, that life is at work in you. And that life is at work in you to produce things to cause you to win in life, to cause you to excel. That life of God is at work in you to cause you to create and to invent things. That life is at work in you to help you solve the, your, the daily, everyday challenges that you have. Wisdom is available for finances. Wisdom is available for relationships. Wisdom is available for, for managing your health. There is the wisdom from God available for the different areas and aspects of your life. As we go into this um, into this teaching this morning, I would just like to start by judgment about some of the things that the life of God has done in the lives of people. Sometimes when we hear, we only think, oh, it's only when you come to church, God gives you wisdom to preach, wisdom to do, um, maybe um, some of the things within the spiritual realm. But God's, God's wisdom operating through the life of, of his life, of his life that is the life of the believer, automatically gives us an edge to win. There are so many things that we have that we are using in this world that has been created in this world that is as a result of people who tap into the life of God and downloaded things, downloaded, downloaded things from God, and those things have caused significant changes in our world. You know, some of the things we've learned in science and how many of us um, did science in school, or maybe you're a scientist, or you have a big background, or maybe you did, um, you know, some of us know about what we call boys' law, boys' law in physics. Um, we do that. And now, we, if, if you trace the history, some of, I mean, the, the, the guy that, 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 that came up with that boy, boy uh, his name is Robert uh, Boyle, you know, and um, one of the things that, that the he said is that he said that a deeper understanding of science was the higher glorification of God. He said a deeper understanding of science was the higher glorification of God. And so, if a scientist creates something, something comes out. Something for for him, he believed that is a result of that he's glorifying God. The more he's discovering more things in science, and is and is is allowing those things as he creates those things. People everywhere know about boys' love. Even those who never knew where it came from. You know, you are, you are, you are, not, you are not from England there. Yeah, all of you, I mean, a good number of people, you did it at one time or the other in school. And then, one of the things that this, I mean, that, that this guy, um, this, you know, this law um, um, is one of the first, um, you know, uh, like you said, um, the, the, what's the name of the man, um, Robert Ball? He discovered the first gas law, you know, called Boy's Law. He discovered it. Now, how does he discover it? Some, sometimes things don't happen by accident. Until you look at the story, you realize, oh, there are certain things that can be created. God, God, God can grant you wisdom to affect your world. God can give you wisdom to change the way engineering is done. The way, the, the, the way agriculture is done. The way investment is done. You know, I would like to talk about another, another um, Man, hey, um, you know, I mean, this particular guy, 
is, is referred to as the founder of modern chemistry. Uh, it said that he discovered oxygen's role in combustion and respiration. And he discovered that water is a compound of hydrogen and oxygen. And so a lot of us, we know H2O. What's H H2O? You know, I mean, that's a compound that, that, that uh, when we're talking about water, you know, okay, that's water. That's the chemical for water. You know, he discovered it, but he was a believer. You know, he believed in the authenticity of the Holy Scripture. His name is Anton Lavoisier. I mean, he, I mean, he discovered this. And the more, there are a lot of things that we've discovered in science. There are a lot of things that science has... But, but it is some of these things as a result of the life of God at work in the people of God. You know, I mean, there's another scientist known to the, that they said he has published more mathematic, ma mathematics than any other single mathematician in Israel. Than any other in Israel. And so the fact that you're a Christian means that you have the ability beyond just your thing. He has done more when it comes to mathematics. And so naturally, if your brother in the kingdom has probably more mathematics, mathematics should not be a challenge to you. Because the life of God is at work on your inside. And that life naturally dominates and God grants wisdom. Hallelujah. And so, when we look at some of this invention, if, if you look at um, in, in Exodus, God said, I've anointed Bezaliel, some of them to walk in gold. And so, he didn't just anoint them. So, there are some people here that have been anointed to make shoes, to make clothes, to do photography. Things that God has done. And as a result of the life of God, and the wisdom of God is available. You know what? The more you immerse yourself in discovering the wisdom of God through God's word, the more that life of God can take over your reasoning. That life of God can eject thoughts into you. And those thoughts can cause changes in your lives. You know, um, I would like to also start this one from Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verse 1. It, um, it says, who is, who is as the wise man, and who knoweth the interpretation of a thing? A man's wisdom maketh his face to shine, and the boldness of his face shall be changed. A man's wisdom maketh his face to shine, and the boldness of his face shall be changed. You know, when you operate in wisdom, wisdom gives you boldness. It causes your face to shine. It causes you to shine in this world. It causes you to shine where your field is concerned. You know, Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 10 says, Using a dull axe requires great strength. So sharpen the blade. That's the value of wisdom. It helps you succeed. Wisdom helps you to succeed. Wisdom helps you to succeed. Wisdom helps you to succeed. You know, wisdom is required for your profiting in life. Wisdom helps you succeed. You need wisdom. I mean, you need to work in wisdom to live a profitable life. You need to work in wisdom to live a profitable life. A lot of time, people are suffering things that they ought not to because some of those challenges that people are going through, there's a wisdom challenge. If there's a wisdom challenge, you need to cure that wisdom challenge. You know, some people, in, some, certain individuals, are, are, they, I mean, they, 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 sometimes, you know, um, you can look at someone and say it's technologically challenged. Some of that can be wisdom challenge. Because there are things that can easily be resolved by a simple application of God's word. A simple application of wisdom dropped into your heart. 
And um, people suffer a lifetime of hardship, lifetime of delay, because they do not operate in wisdom. There are so many things people wonder, should I do this? Should I do that? But with a simple application of drawing wisdom can save you a lifetime of hardship. Someone can ask, how can I get wisdom? First and foremost, the, uh, 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 in scriptures, I think the first point I would like you to know, how can I get wisdom? I'll be talking about four things uh, where this is concerned. The first I'll do, in the place of prayer. In the place of prayer, you can get wisdom. You know, James chapter 1 verse 5 says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously. God gives generously to all without finding fault. And it will be given to you. So God does not find fault with you. If you ask God, the Bible says that God gives wisdom out generously. God gives wisdom generously, lavishly. He gives you wisdom generously. Wisdom, Lord, what do I do with this situation? Ask God and God will give you wisdom generously. God is generous to me. Come on, let me tell two people around, God's generous to me. God is generous to me. You know, God is generous to you in different areas and aspects of your life. God doesn't look at you and say, you, you only have one cubic, um, how do you measure oxygen? Let's just say cubic meter of oxygen. God doesn't say, that's what you should have for today. You know, a lot of people will run out. You know, last um, year when there was COVID and people were looking for oxygen, and, and something that we receive freely. You cannot even feel it. You don't even see it. But you are taking it in. The mere fact that you can breathe in. Let's do it this morning. Can you just try and breathe in? You are not on a respirator. Breathe out. Can you just wave your hands to God? What you, what, what you were able to do now. Some people paid 10 million to be able to do it. And they still couldn't find a respirator for them. Second Chronicles chapter 1 from verse 7 to 12. I would like us to look at this. Let's look at the life of, of, of Solomon. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm talking about the life of Solomon. The same way, if you look at that scripture, James 1 verse 5, he said, if any of you like one, you should do what? Ask God. Now, this is someone who asks God. Let's look at how God generously gave to him. Our God is generous. He said, that night God appeared to Solomon and said to him, Ask for whatever you want me to give you. Ask for anything. Ask for anything. God is in that business. God is ever waiting to hear you ask. God is waiting to hear you ask him. You know, I mean, in the Old Testament, he said, ask for anything. In, in, in the New Testament, he said, ask God for wisdom. And God gives out generously. So, uh, verse, verse 8 says, Solomon answered God, You have shown great kindness to David, my father. And have made me king in his place. Now, Lord, let your promise to my father, David, be confirmed. For you have made me king over a people who are as numerous as the dust of the earth. Give me wisdom. Look at the way he asks God. Look at what he asks God. He said, give me what? Wisdom. Give me what? Wisdom. And knowledge that I may lead these people for who is able to govern these great people of yours. This morning, a father should ask God, say, give me wisdom to lead this great family you've given me. 
Someone should ask God, give me wisdom for my career. Someone should ask God, give me wisdom to undo my health. Give me wisdom to raise my children. Give me wisdom to birth that business. Give me wisdom for the next phase of my life. Give me wisdom to create those things that are in my head. There, 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 there are various things sometimes you wonder, I wish I can do this. Lord, you can ask God for wisdom. He was specific. He said, God, give me wisdom to do this. It's time to ask God, God, give me wisdom to multiply resources. Give me wisdom for investment. Give me wisdom for ministry. God answered him. Remember what we read in James chapter 1, that God gives generously. God said, God said to Solomon, since this is your heart's desire, and you have not asked for wealth, possessions, or honor, nor for the death of your enemies, and since you have not asked for a long life, but for wisdom and knowledge, to govern my people over whom I have made you king, therefore wisdom and knowledge will be given you. And I will also give you wealth, possessions, and honor. Look at that. God gives generosity. So wisdom doesn't come alone. It comes with other things. So when you have wisdom, when you receive wisdom, wisdom comes with other things. The Bible says that wisdom is justified by what? Our children. And what are those children? Look at the story of Solomon. The, the, the children of wisdom here for Solomon. And the Bible says if God, God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, is that you have children. And so as wisdom steps into your life, you have wealth. You have possessions. You have honor. Such as no king was before you ever had and none after you will have. So not only did God give him wisdom. God gave him generously and wisdom came with their children. Wisdom came with their children. And so where your life is concerned, you know, in this season we are talking about wisdom for profit. There, there is profit in wisdom. You've got to ask God for wisdom. In this moment, you've got to ask God for wisdom and trust God that God will answer. Bible didn't say that... Um, Bible did not say that Solomon waited for two years. That night, God appeared to him. God is ever running towards you. God is ever running towards you. So when you ask him, not only will he give you wisdom, those wisdom, they will come with their children. Hallelujah. Wisdom is justified by their children. Wisdom is justified by their children. The Bible is talking about a poor man, a, you know, a, in a city, a poor man and a rich man. And by, the, the poor man's advice was despised. Because the poor man's wisdom did not come with children. But the rich man, there are children of wisdom. And so people naturally gravitated towards him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God does not withhold good things from those who ask for them. Psalms 84 verse 11. God does not withhold good things from those who act for them. God does not withhold good things. You know, prayer brings light. When you pray, prayer brings light. Prayer brings light. As you are praying, prayer brings light. Prayer brings light. Prayer brings light. Bible says that light will arise for you out of darkness. And so wherever you have this challenge and situation, turn to God in prayer. Ask God for wisdom out of that situation. Ask God for wisdom out of that circumstance. Prayer brings light. One of the things that is very clear is that, you know, if we look at 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18, it makes us understand that you can contact wisdom in the presence of God. 
Bible says that Christ, our wisdom, 1 Corinthians um, chapter 1, verse 30, Christ is our wisdom. Christ is our wisdom. And because you are Christ, then you are automatically, you have wisdom. Talking about new creation realities. Christ is our wisdom. You contact wisdom in the presence of God. You know, sometimes as we worship God, they, if you allow people to start testifying, there are people who came to church, and as they are worshiping God, as they lifted up their hands in the place of worship, and they are worshiping God, it, it, an idea dropped into their hearts. It's not, God is dropping wisdom. As you are seated, listening to me this morning, wisdom is dropping into your heart because you contact wisdom in the presence of God. As you pray, on, on wisdom drops into your heart. That's why we are told that when we spend time in the place of prayer, that don't just rush out, sit down, have a pen beside you, have a book with you. Because sometimes there are thoughts, God injects thoughts into your heart. So that when you pray, listen to me, sometimes you pray and you are walking away. And one of the things that you realize is, is that you may not even be doing what you thought. You, I mean, you may not even be praying. After you finish praying, a wisdom can drop in your heart. I remember even Sam Adiyamu said he was praying for a long time about what do we do to multiply their church. I mean, when, when, when it started out, the early years, when it started out. And later on, how it was not while he was praying. He's been praying about it for some time. Then God dropped in his heart. Do this. Do that. You know, and wisdom dropped. I remember I was going through a phase sometimes last year. I needed money for a project. Huge money. I needed a lot of money for a project last year. And while, well, I mean, during COVID, it was a very good opportunity to reset in the place of prayer and listen to God. I remember, um, you know, I've been praying about it, God. I mean, how will this money come? I mean, you know, Lord, grant me wisdom. How do I access this money? Uh, I, just, I need this money. You know, so you can pray, Lord, just send me money. What will happen? God, I just need this money. And so I need to ask God, what is the wisdom to get this money? And I remember I'd be, I prayed maybe for some days. And then a particular day, I mean, I didn't just finish praying. Maybe I think I just had breakfast or something. I was about to sit on the couch. As I was about to sit, an idea just dropped in my heart. An idea just dropped in my heart. Eh, that why don't you do the money you have in your hand, do this with it. Simple wisdom. What I needed. What I needed to resolve a problem that I've carried in my heart. I've been wondering, where will I? You know, some people, they will start having sleepless nights. But I went to God in prayer. And it wasn't in that same place where I was praying. It, maybe a day or two or three days after, I was about to sit. I remember that spot. That idea just dropped in my heart. I knew this was God. I just knew this was God. This is the way. And I was able, and, and I did what God is trying to do with that money. And I knew what to do. You know, a couple of weeks ago, you know, there are ways in which God answers us. The way God answers us is amazing. I remember someone shared a testimony in church a couple of weeks ago about how he was believing God for a house and he was praying in the morning and God dropped an idea in the other, saw a seed and he saw that particular seed and I think the same day something happened. He got what he's been looking for all over Shokoto was in his Shokoto and he found it and God led him to what he needed. Because wisdom, you can glean wisdom in the place of prayer. You know, First Corinthians chapter two, verse six to um, eight says, "Yet when I am among mature believers, I do speak with words of wisdom, but not the kind of wisdom that belongs to this world or to the rulers of this world who are soon forgotten, 
No, the wisdom we speak is of the mystery of God. His plan that was previously hidden, even though he made it for our ultimate glory before the world began. But the rulers of this world have, have not understood it. If they had, they would not have crucified our glorious Lord. And what's this in this scripture? This is just talking about the fact that the Bible says that when we speak in other tongues, when we pray in other tongues, we pray by the help of the Holy Ghost. The, the Bible says that we are speaking mysteries. And the Bible says that we speak wisdom under this dispensation. We speak wisdom as in a mystery. We speak wisdom as in a mystery. And so when you are praying in the Holy Ghost, not only should you pray in the Holy Ghost about situations and circumstances, you should trust God to be able to interpret the things you've prayed. There is an end. So praying is not just enough. Because you've, you've prayed, yes, God God answers that prayer, and God will help you because the Holy Ghost is praying perfect prayers. But there are sometimes your mind needs to know what you need to do. And that's why when you pray in the Holy Ghost, you should learn to trust God for interpretation. As you pray out the mysteries, of, or as you pray out mysteries, when you pray in the Holy Ghost, you are praying out mysteries. Maybe you don't know whether you should live in this country, you don't know whether you should take a job or the other one. Pray in the Holy Ghost and trust God for the interpretation. And, the, and what, what the interpretation means that you are going to walk into the wisdom for that situation. That wisdom will drop into your head. You will know what to do. As you pray it up by the help of the Holy Ghost, the wisdom is the fact that in what you pray in the Holy Ghost is interpreted to you. And you walk into it. Hallelujah. And you walk into it. You know, and so prayer is key in you downloading wisdom. It is the first place to begin with. First and foremost, the life of God is at work in you. You know, one of the things that needs to happen is that for a believer, if you've been around, you know, maybe year in, year out, you've been going around the same situation. Every year, when it's time to pay your house rent, it's always a crisis. Every year, a house situation is always a crisis. You go around it year in, year out. One of the things you need to do is to step back in the place of prayer and ask God for wisdom. And ask God for wisdom. Ask God, what should I do? with this situation? What should I do in this circumstance? Step back and ask, how do I stop this situation? You know, it just seems to be going around in circles. There's the wisdom for you to break out of that circle. Receive wisdom today in the name of Jesus. The second point I would like us to know about, I mean, how, can I, how do I get wisdom? I spoke about in the place of prayer. Second area is that wisdom comes through the revelation of the word of God. Wisdom comes through the revelation of the word of God. Wisdom comes through the revelation of the word of God. You know, Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 5 to 6 says, Surely I have taught you statutes and judgment, just as the Lord my God commanded me, that you should act according to them in the land which you go, to which you go to possess. Therefore, be careful to observe them. He said, be careful to observe them, for this is your wisdom. Someone say, for this is your wisdom. And your understanding in the sight of the peoples who will hear all these statutes. Look at what the Bible says. And, and say, surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. How will people say you are a great and understanding people? For people to say, this family is a great, is a wise and understanding family. This family is a, is a wise and understanding one. This is a wise and understanding. That means that your family has it. As an individual, you have wisdom. You have understanding. 
Bible, what the word of God says, so verse, verse, verse 5 says that, therefore be careful. He said, I've given you all these statutes. I've given you my words. I've given you my words. And the Bible says that as you obey them, one of the things the Bible says will happen is the, is the fact that as you obey them, this is your wisdom. And so what God is saying is that wisdom is hidden in my words. As you live in my words, you live out wisdom. As you live your life by my words, you live out wisdom. You live out wisdom. You live out wisdom. You know, it's like you, you have a playbook. As you live, by, by, so he's, he's not saying, uh, this is God is saying, this is wisdom. He said, if you live by these things I've told you to do, you will automatically live out wisdom. And people will see your life and say, this is a wise and an understanding person. As you live by what God's word says about your relationship, people will see that you're managing your relationship by the word of God. As you live by God's word, when it comes to your finances, people will see that you live by, by, I mean, by, by God's word. And you say you're a wise and an understanding person. There's the wisdom of God for career. There's the wisdom of God for business. There are so many things that you can discover by, 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 from the word of God. You know, so God, irrespective of your situation, you know, scientists read the Bible. And someone says it's a higher glorification of God through science. Because the life of God is at work in him. And as he reads the word of God, God's life is injected into him. Something tweaks. Something changes. You know, you have a brainwave. Sometimes you have a brainwave. What you call a brainwave is the Holy Ghost injecting thought into you. Glory to God. Jeremiah chapter 8 verse 9 says, The wise men are ashamed. They are dismayed and taken. Behold, they have rejected the word of the Lord. So what wisdom do they have? So, so what wisdom do they have? And so when people reject the word of God, what wisdom do they have? So what wisdom do they have? The word of God is a container of the wisdom of God. The word of God is a container of the wisdom of God. And, the, and this wisdom affects the different areas and aspects of your life. The word of God is a container of the wisdom of God. The word of God shows us the process for making godly and wise decisions. If you look at the word, if you read the word of God, you allow it to guide your life. It helps you in making wise decisions. The word of God helps you in making wise decisions. The word of God helped you in making wise decisions. The word of God helped you in making wise decisions. You know, if you look at the story of um, um, uh, 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 First Kings chapter 3, verse 25 to verse 28, you can read it when you get home. And that story is basically talking about um, how Solomon handled uh, um, uh, uh, Solomon's decision in the case of the dead child between the two prostitutes. I mean, God, I mean you know, so he, how did he get that wisdom? He just said, okay, let's divide a child. A, a, you know, no woman, whoever you are, I mean, if you have your child, it's better for that child to be alive and somebody claiming that child than for you to say, kill him. It's difficult. And so, how did Solomon get that wisdom? Re remember what we read earlier. God said we're going to give him wisdom. and going to be attended with a lot of other things that are going to support it. The supporters of wisdom. What are those three supporters of wisdom that God gave him? He said, wealth, possessions, and honor. Wealth, possessions, and honor. 
wealth, possessions, and honor. By the three things that God gave him in addition. And so, how do you, and so God, God, God gave him wisdom. The word of God will enable you make the right decisions where your life is concerned. The word of God will guide you into making, you know, you're at home. There's a situation, a circumstance. The word of God, you know, when you immerse yourself in the word of God, the word of God naturally, it will, it, it will guide you. The word of God has a natural, like we said, the word of God has a natural tendency to dominate and to prevail. And because that word prevails, we said the word of God, God said, this is your wisdom. He said, when you read my word, this is your wisdom. Men will look at you and say, how are you doing the things that you are doing? Hallelujah. You're starting a new business. A lot of people have been in that business before you. If you can learn to do that business um, with, based on the word of God, in a short while, men will look at you and say, he has taken over. He has taken over. For this is your wisdom. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. You know, um, I'll say it one more time. The word of God is a container of the wisdom of God. The word of God carries the wisdom of God. The word of God carries the wisdom of God. The word of God is a conveyor of the wisdom of God. A third area of how we can get wisdom. So first two points. The third one is that wisdom can be accessed through exposure and experience. And in bracket, preferably other people's experience. Preferably other people's experience. Preferably other people's experience. You know, if you remember the story of Eli and Samuel, when God was calling Samuel, when God called him, and he ran to Eli, after a while, Eli understood by experience. Eli knew it was God that was calling him. Eli knew. So, through other people, through Eli's experience, he got wisdom. You know, he could have been doing it. God can call him 30 times. And may you not be in that place when God is calling your attention and you do not know it. It's a dangerous place to be. God is telling you, turn to the left, turn to the left. And you kept going. Bible was talking about a simple, a, a, a simple person who gets destroyed. And he said, he said because... There is, there is trouble coming. He doesn't know how to avoid the trouble. That's what it says in Proverbs. But a wise man, you see trouble. What do you do? You hide your head. That's what the Bible says. The wise man sees trouble. He hides himself. But a fool sees trouble and he keeps going there until he's caught in that trouble. Simply listening to Sam, to Sam, I mean to Eli, Samuel. Enter into a lifetime of hearing God. That was how he knew the voice of God. By just following the instruction. He said, just say, here I am, Lord. Your servant listened. I don't think he, he spoke um, KJV language. But whatever, he spoke Hebrew to him. He said, Lord, I am listening. Here I am, Lord. Here I am, Lord. A lot of people need today, you need to go back home and say, Lord, here I am. Because there are things God has been calling your attention to. God has been calling your name. God has been dialing your number. If you check some of the missed calls you have on your phone, God's been calling you. He's been calling you. He's been calling you. He's been drawing you, trying to draw you to wisdom. 
He's trying to draw you to wisdom. He's been calling. God is calling. God is calling. God is calling. Bible says that wisdom cries in the streets. Wisdom is crying in the street. Wisdom is freely available. Bible says that if you ask God, God gives generously. You can be guided by mentors to have a great marriage, to have successful careers, to multiply your finances. Much wisdom is hidden in books. Much wisdom is hidden in books. Much wisdom is hidden in books. A simple statement of wisdom gleaned from a book or from the lips of a mentor can save you from a year or from a lifetime of misery. It can save you. It can save you. You know, I think I will unhook right now. and will con- we'll continue in the second service. You know, it can save you a lifetime of misery. You know, the second service, we're going to look in a, 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 we're going to continue this and then we're going to have uh, 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 a wonderful time. I will also be looking at three major areas we, in which we should access wisdom in the second service. Uh, wherever we stop, do, we just unhook and continue. I would like to just share a story with you this morning. Um, you know, sometimes um, when we look around, um, um, when we look around, look at people and so many things, situations around, I'll, I'll share two stories with you. I'll, I'll share two stories as we wrap up this morning. And, I'm going to, and then we're going to take out time. I'm going to pray. I'm going to ask God for wisdom. God said, let him ask. We're not going to do it. You're going to open your mouth and you're going to ask this morning. You will open your mouth and you're going to ask God. One of the, uh, um, a couple of years ago when I first started out, when I started out in, um, in Korea, I, I, when I started out work, you know, um, I studied, I finished from the law school and all I wanted to do I just didn't want to, I didn't want to, to work, practice as a lawyer that goes to court. I wanted to work as a solicitor and not as, as, a, and not as a barrister. And, all those, and then I started doing interviews. My father would give me reference. My father knew people. I went there. They would call him. They would tell him, ah, your son did very well. One particular oil company. I'm, I still remember the name of that company. Let me mention. The HR called my father. He said, the boy did very well. He was the best. But offer letter did not show. My father kept calling the guy. The guy said, yeah, the one of the directors just came and said we should step down the road. After I came out as first. And so, those kind of, and there are people who are here, you're trying to get a job, different things. One of the things that happened that year was that, I remember it was a year when, um, that particular year was one year that we did one fasting. That fasting, we were all very lean at the end of that fasting. The first four days, we break with food. Let me see if those who were part of those fasting here. The next three days, with fruits. The last three days, with water. Anybody was in that fasting? Oh, Lord. Okay. And then, when we did that fasting, I remember the Friday, I went to work. I could not work. That was the eating. That was the no eating day. Thursday, I did not eat. Friday, I went to work. I could not press the key of the keyboard. <laughs> and I told my boss, I am not feeling too fine. <laughs> because I wasn't feeling fine. So I would not press the wrong key. The, the man said, go home. And I couldn't eat. 
There was also not a vigil that night. We had to pray. Six hours prayer. And while we were in that, during that whole period, you know, God, there's a way God changes us. During that whole period, one of the things that happened was that on my inside, I'd said I would not practice. I didn't, you know, so for a lawyer, when a lawyer says I'm not practicing, it means that I don't want to serve as, work in a law firm, work as a barrister. I don't want to work for a company and other things. And it, something shifted on my inside. For a whole year, I'd been looking for a job. I didn't get one. But that particular year, I mean, after the fasting and prayers and seeking God's face, what's going to happen next, taking our time to pray, something shifted on my inside. I just felt like, uh, uh, there's no big, so why, why is that I didn't want to practice? And that happened. And, and maybe the next, I just called a friend. He said, these guys are recruiting, go there. I went there, I did an interview. The first place they sent me, I said I didn't like it, so I left them. They gave me a second option. That's how I started work. For over a year, I didn't have no offer. I was doing interviews in Ibadan, in Lagos, everywhere. But just after those days, this is your wisdom. Something shifted on my inside. In the, in the place of prayer. And that wisdom dropped. So I like to talk about other I remember I, was, I started my, my own law firm. Things were tough um, initially at that period. I went to see... I went to see a mentor. No, so I've told you a story about how God shifted on my inside. I went to see one of my mentors. He listened to me. He said, how much do you make per month? I don't know if anybody you've ever been there. Well, you, you know, you do a lot of work. But the money just never comes in that month. The, you, know, you know you have money. You are working. But the money, you're always chasing it to collect it the next month. By the time it comes, you'll have some debt. And so you clear it out. And then you keep chasing so the man said, no, 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 it shouldn't be like that. So he looked at me. He said, your base is small. That was the wisdom. I've been running around for like one year. He said, your base is small. He said, go back and take paid employment. You know, some people, they would die there and say, look, I've started this business. We die here. And, and then they continued. The man told me, he said, your base is small. He said, and he told me what to do to build my base. Now, I've been building that base. And I've, and, and I've seen significant growth in that base over, since that time. But so, just everything, you can gain wisdom, glean wisdom in the place of prayer. You can glean wisdom from engaging and talking to mentors, to your pastors and people who can guide you. I know. Wisdom is crying out in the street. The wisdom you glean from books. You read a simple book and that book changes your story. I know one of my brothers that the one of the books that changed his life the most was the richest man in Babylon. And then when Rich Dad, Poor Dad came out, the level of wisdom in that book changed people's life significantly. This morning, I want you to rise up as we pray this morning. I want you to rise up as we pray this morning. And just like we've said, I'm going to read just a scripture to ask. He said, if any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all. Hallelujah. If any of you lack wisdom, ask God. What does God do? God gives generously. This is a time to engage the spirits of God, to engage the word of God. Don't look around. Don't get distracted. Because people are downloading their own this month. If any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault. And it will be given to you. 
You may be here this morning. Maybe you don't know the Lord Jesus. Your wisdom for today is to accept him as your Lord and Savior. Because all I've said about the life of God working in you, flowing through you this morning. You cannot partake. You cannot experience it without knowing Christ. The Bible says Christ is our wisdom. And as we engage him in the place of prayer, that is when we glean that wisdom. Because it's your, it's your wisdom. I want you to just raise your voice to God in prayer this morning. Ask God for wisdom. Ask God for wisdom. For where you are. Bible says that if any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God. He gives generously to all without finding fault. And it will be given to you. What do you want wisdom for? Please go ahead and ask God for wisdom this morning. Ask God for wisdom. Don't allow your mind to wander. Focus on God. If you have to shut your eyes, shut your eyes as we pray this morning. Bible says God gives generously. Ask God for wisdom this morning. Lift up your voice to Him in prayer this morning. Lift up your voice to God in prayer this morning. Lift up your voice to God for prayer this morning. Ask God for wisdom. What is that situation? What is asking for wisdom for this second phase? You are changing your job. Ask God for wisdom. You started a business. You want to grow your business. Ask God for wisdom. Come on, open your mouth and ask God for wisdom. Ask Him for wisdom. Ask Him for wisdom this morning. Ask God for wisdom this morning. Mangale brokusa talaba, makala brakatasa, mabrakala brakoton, mabrakale brokoto, mabrakala brakata, rikale brotusoto, rikale brokotuso, rikale brokotuso, rikapatasata, rikala brakato soto, mabrakale brokoto. Ask God for wisdom in your understanding. If you are filled with the Holy Ghost, go ahead, ask Him for. I must begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Download wisdom for that aspect. And trust him that you will walk into the interpretation of the of, of your prayers this month. You then will walk into them as you step out this week. Wisdom to multiply resources. Wisdom for the next phase. Wisdom for your elevation. Wisdom for the next phase. Wisdom to deal with these challenges. Wisdom to know what to do, where to turn, where to go, where not to go. Wisdom for marriage. Wisdom for your health. Mabrekele Brokoto, Rikatsate, Rikala Prakata, Reposkele, Mabrakata Salabra, Rapakato Soto, Rakala Prakata, Rikale Brodo. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. This morning, receive wisdom as you have asked, as you have asked in His very soul, will He do for you? Father, we give you praise, we give you thanks. For in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 0000640.